believe a major issue for humanity is that big spiritual canyons exist on many fronts and they are expanding. Some are entrenched in division, others seem indifferent, and some embrace the plurality of differences. Personally, I'm experiencing that from those who are very different from me, I can learn, I can teach, I can appreciate, and I can respect. Today, Dwayne Williams is my guest, and the title of this episode is A Need for Honest Discussion and Grace. All of my podcasts and blog posts can be found at www.peacewithinreach.com. Dwayne, you've, you've been a well-respected pastor in this city and this region, uh, Sioux Falls in South Dakota, for a long time, but I have not known a lot about you and your life. Uh, tell us about yourself, please. Well, first, uh, Fred, let me thank you for inviting me to come and be a part of your podcast and uh, to have this opportunity to have an honest discussion with you. Um, my life, I, I'm originally from upstate New York. Uh, I came out to uh, Sioux Falls in a year uh, 2000 actually it was on my uh, 40th birthday and uh, uh, thanks for just aging yourself that's right Wayne. so now you I know, know that you're talking to an, uh, uh, a seasoned man <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I came out to pastor the Friendship Baptist Church it was my first solo pastorate and uh, I uh, was very grateful to to come to South Dakota um, uh, my f I'm, I'm married to a beautiful uh, woman by the name of Jackie. Her, her full name is y Yacella Jackie uh, Williams, and uh, she's from the country of Chile. And uh, uh, Jackie, we, uh, the, we're empty nesters. We have no kids. All the kids are, are uh, out and on their own. And, and so we're, we're enjoying life in, in uh, Huron, South Dakota now. I, I pastored here in uh, Sioux Falls at First Baptist and uh, a little short stint with uh, uh, Emmanuel Baptist. And, and running alongside both of those pastors was uh, Iglesia Bautista Nueva Esperanza. So my wife um, was the uh, pastor at that church, and I mm -hmm. served as her assistant pastor. So we are together in ministry. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, uh, so my, our, our whole time in South Dakota mm -hmm. has been doing uh, uh, ministry work. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And actually both being pastors mm -hmm. of even separate ministries mm -hmm. for a while. Uh -huh. okay. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And has Jackie, I know Jackie a little bit, has mm -hmm. she continued her ministry work in, in uh, Huron? Well, I, I, I think actually she was willing to step back for a moment uh, to uh, allow me to uh, get into a flow with the, the new assignment at First Baptist Church of, Hir of, of Huron. Um, uh, I see that unction, uh, that, that staring, that something may be on the horizon where she uh, may be able to, uh, uh, to, to do some things within the community. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I actually encourage that and, yeah. and look forward for the time that she'll be able to use the spiritual gifts that God has given her uh, to, to aid those in the direction Excellent. of, of uh, salvation. So Wonderful. Mm -hmm. I want to interject in just a moment and say that uh, Dwayne is an African-American pastor, which I don't always highlight that. But in, in this case, uh, you know, on just this uh, topic, this episode title being A Need for Honest Discussion and Grace, I'm, people understand as we get into that why I especially appreciate that. And, you know, besides being on uh, committees at times or boards, uh, and in passing, as we were talking about earlier, uh, 
a lot of those things I didn't know about you, and I, I really, it's, I just appreciate that. So I want to just uh, kind of get into um, maybe a, a certain situation that happened last October uh, that was in the news, and, and it probably brings out a bit why I want your input on this. Okay. So um, Megan Kelly, uh, who's a, you know, a pretty big name, uh, known interviewer, host of shows, uh, she was fired from NBC uh, due to perceived insensitivity, insen 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 there we go, mm -hmm. uh, in her discussion of blackface. And I just want to uh, read some quotes here, and then I'm going to really just want your help and for our listeners on, you know, on having honest discussion. And I believe you and I would say a need for that and grace, but, you know, uh, how can we learn in these situations? So... Megan Kelly is quoted, and this is from October 2018. Um, she says, but what is racist? And so she was the host of this show, uh, a panel of three sort of people. And she asked, but what is racist? You truly do get in trouble uh, if you are a white person who puts on blackface at Halloween or a black person who puts on whiteface. She, she kind of said that with a question mark. That was okay when I was a kid, as long as you were dressing like a character. In the same discussion, in defense of a white actress who dressed up like Diana Ross, an African-American actress, uh, I quote Megyn Kelly, she dressed as Diana Ross, and she made her skin look darker than it really is. And people said that was racist, and I don't know. I thought, like, who doesn't love Diana Ross? She wants to look like Diana Ross for one day. I don't know how that got racist on Halloween. A little further in the conversation. I can't keep up with the number of people we're offending just by being normal people, Kelly said toward the end of the discussion. Dwayne, as you know, uh, Megyn Kelly got fired from NBC over that. And then since that time, um, a governor and a state attorney general, both of Virginia, uh, nearly lost their jobs over... Uh, ignorance about racial insensitivity, uh, things that had happened pretty far in their past, I want to say in the early 80s, um, but uh, I think they still had their jobs, but pretty serious situations. It got them in, in a lot of hot water. So those kind of situations um, have made many people to be afraid of having conversations about sensitive subjects, uh, in part in order to learn and uh, but they don't want to have those discussions uh, because it may get them in trouble. Mm -hmm. uh, so as my trusted colleague and friend, I want your help here for myself and listeners to better understand matters of racial insensitivity. And yet also, as the title of the episode states, uh, I know you agree with a need for honest discussion uh, and grace. So Dwayne, when we are, would you help us with that? Kind of talk about some of those uh, parts of the uh, story about Megyn Kelly and how we can do that better. Well, I I did hear um, back in October the story mm -hmm. uh, about Megyn Kelly, but um, there's been so much of this in the mainstream media mm -hmm. in recent days. I I kind of just brushed it off, you know, because it's just um, something that's popping up more and, and, and more and, and more. Um, uh, 
I don't know that I knew that she was fired from NBC, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, in reviewing some of this, I, I that's when I came to discover that she had lost her job. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, we're at a very difficult place in this time, uh, this present time, uh, because we're either going to deal with the uh, issues at hand or we're going to stay in that same pot just, just stewing and, and uh uh, being at uh, uh, one another in at, at odds with one another, mm-hmm. uh, I can honestly say uh, that even in I know you, Fred. I've known you for since I've been in mm-hmm. Sioux Falls, uh, like you described in passing. But even to come to talk about this situation, there was a, a great apprehension. Mm-hmm. Um, not a, a person given uh, very uh, well over to uh, conflict or conflict resolution, mm-hmm. but um, uh, I, I prayed about it, and uh, and and it, it, for me, it, there was n- not a sense of release that I could avoid this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm sorry to have put you through that stress. Uh, it was a <laughs> lot of stress. It really was. But uh, wow, you know, yeah. we went. We, I, I, you know, because this issue mm-hmm. is so. Uh, in the forefront of of, of the the, the uh, uh, mainstream yeah. right uh, media mm-hmm. right now, and uh, there's so many varying sides. Uh, what I, especially when you think about how the nation is being pitted against each other mm-hmm. by race, mm-hmm. um, it's uh, it's 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 hard to want to in, inject any opinion in that because mm-hmm. you're gonna for the fear that you're gonna be. Um, uh, considered a racist, even on my side, mm-hmm. you know, um, or mm-hmm. or you're going to offend someone, uh, or, or it's going to have a, a negative uh, effect on the people that you pastor, right. or you, you know, these things are very um, always in the forefronts of our mind. But we we can't just let it just sit down, uh, sit and and lie for uh, any time longer. These are things that has to be addressed, and they have to be addressed with, as you described, grace. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do I think that um, Megan Kelly is a racist uh, with regard to the statements that she made? I, I, I don't think that she is, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. honestly. Interesting. Okay, I don't think that she's a racist. I, I, I think that she has, um, uh, she has some uh, honest questions. So why mm-hmm. um, uh, would these things uh, be perceived as being, being racist? Um, and and I think that um, uh, uh, it's the intent behind mm-hmm. um, the 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 gesture, uh, put it, putting on blackface. Now, blackface mm-hmm. to me is a totally uh, uh, offensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, why? It's because of the history of, right. of, of blackface. Right. Okay, and um, the, the it it was a, a, a way of just mocking and dehumanizing uh, uh, African American people right. um, in that era, the early thirties, uh, and and so um, and and for the the people of that time, it was it was. Uh, it was um, it was funny. It was it was comedy, mm-hmm. you know, uh, ex- at expense of other people, yes. um, who really didn't have a voice, didn't have any um, uh, power or uh, uh, or any influence, and and in fact they didn't even have any. Um, uh, characters within the the movies, the radio that portrayed them in a positive um, uh, image. So this blackface uh, would just serve as uh, a, a taunt, uh, as a uh, um, 
just a, a tool to to really um, bring forth that that humiliation, mm-hmm. to bring forth that. Um, uh, oh, in India we would call it a caste system, mm-hmm. but uh, that 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 status that uh, relegating the people to a status of not having any value, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 so um, uh, a lot of time has passed, and 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 so uh, we don't see that uh, it, that much anymore, except in those instances where people want to um, uh, try to relegate people back into that same uh, situation. Gotcha. You mm-hmm. know, uh, so um, because most people who are, 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 are very uh, loving and, and conscious mm-hmm. and aware of the kinds and, and, uh, of hurt and the depth of the hurt that was associated with that mm-hmm. um, have, have not found a need to, to, to do that kind of entertainment. Right. But do I think that she was racist? I don't think that she, I think she was asking some honest questions. And mm-hmm. honest questions mm-hmm. are, are hard sometimes uh, yeah. to, to, um, uh, to be addressed. Uh, you know, she, she wanted to know. Why. You know what's interesting? Um, basically, she got fired. I don't think it was because she was necessarily perceived as being racist, mm-hmm. but that she, sh- she and her editor should have known better. <laughs> You know, uh, such a sensitive subject, uh, she should not have spoken with such ignorance as mm. she had. And, and that seemed to be what really got her in trouble. And I, I would agree with that. At the same time, our discussion today is about a need for honest discussion. Mm. But should you be airing that out in, in her platform at that time? Perhaps not. Well, I don't, I, I don't, I don't mm. you know, where else are you going to air it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it you, certainly if, created conversation. It, it started conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we wouldn't have this conversation that we're having right now right. if, if, if out of ignorance or what, a, or 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 mm-hmm. maybe she's uh, wanted to start the conversation. You know, yeah. you never know what her motive was. But, yeah. but the fact of the matter is that the conversation is started, and uh, and it's getting like you said, w- we've known each other for. Mm-hmm. Um, 20, uh, nearly 20 yeah. years, and we never had an in-depth conversation. But because of, of this, right. it's having you and I, who, who, who just automatically right. uh, uh, assumed that we were friends, okay, yeah. and, and colleagues and, yeah. and, and, and cohorts in the, yeah. in the, in the gospel ministry, um, uh, uh, to have a conversation. Right. And I think it has to happen in a church yeah. as, as well, mm. because a church, in my mind, has mm. been... Uh, sh- which should have been a, a, a good place for yeah. people to have good, safe conversations uh, across all racial and ethnic uh, divides, mm-hmm. uh, should have been a safe haven for people to come and have the conversation, has kind of been uh, lulled into a place where of, yeah. of, of silence and, and, yeah. and, uh, or uh, just avoidance. So let me, let me ask you, Duane, um, mm-hmm. when we are unknowingly insensitive, mm-hmm. so unknowingly insensitive, right, mm-hmm. uh, where there's ignorance, and then called out on it as making Kelly was as, yeah, I haven't been often, but at times, fortunately, usually it's the filter of my wife who, <laughs> uh, you know, catches my unknowing insensitivity, and at least we can keep it within our the framework of our house and not have to embarrass me, right? But, you know, when we are unknowingly insensitive and called out on it, you know, and, and both of you and I are pastors and, and friends, 
What do you think the responses should be, uh, both of the person who was called out and and of those who were offended? Uh, You know, speaking from our context. um, I think it it should prompt um, a further dialogue and and discussion. I don't think that uh, the the immediate uh, response should be to uh, attack a person, Mm -hmm. but uh, to, to try to better understand the reasonings why uh, they have uh, taken a position that they have taken. Uh, is it out of ignorance? Is it is this something that that, that you were just as innate that you were just uh, brought up in your um, in, in your surroundings and environmental? Uh, it, we got to have a conversation. There there's a lot of factors that contribute to a, a person um, and and their opinions and and then we we just need to find out uh, and and dive deeper into the the, the reasons behind that. Um, it's so often uh, what we do is we relegate a person to um, uh, uh, being a racist mm-hmm. or, or just being uh, 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 insensitive or just uh, without even considering what they're saying because these have been the, the prompters in the past, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, blackface would certainly be a, a red flag right. going up. Right, <laughs> right. And, and, and so... It, it, for a person to even bring that up, with, with all the first thing that would pop in many people's minds is uh, th- this has something to do with with racism. But if it's if it's if it's acts in the vein of an honest question, yeah. uh, you know, just wanting to know, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't think that would be considered racist. I think you we know, have to dive deeper. At times, um, I think perhaps when the offender uh, has come across strongly, well, that's racist. Hmm. Um, and sometimes that's proper. Maybe that's needed. There is times where it's uh, when it's, it's knowing, mm-hmm. knowingly being insensitive. But I think at times, right, when we uh, kind of almost come with a offensive way of saying that's racist, well, then you get people saying ridiculous things back. I, I, I know I've heard our president say, mm-hmm. uh, and I would say there's certainly been unknowing insensitivity there, but I, he, I know he has said, I am the least racist person, right? <laughs> and I've thought to myself sometimes, I wouldn't say that of myself. Mm-hmm. I, we all perhaps need to check our tendencies at times, our stereotyping, mm-hmm. uh, perhaps our, raci- our attitudes. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, um, and so... I think having a dialogue, like you said, um, of grace, of trying to understand where they're coming from, of wanting to help, mm-hmm. you're going to have less of a defensive reaction and more helping and learning. Is that right? I, I do think yeah. so. And uh, with regard to, um, it's it's, uh, it's it's not always relegated to to, to racism. There there's uh, also uh, Different divides. There's economic and social divides that you, that come into to, to, to play as well. Right so from uh, uh, sometimes uh, uh, persons uh, from different class, uh, they, they may not consider themselves racist because they haven't ha- actually had any real contact with the person. So they, they don't uh, with any groups uh, that are different from them. Um, but uh, so they don't feel themselves as. Uh, but they still have this air of, of superiority, mm-hmm. and it's not because of, of race, but, but it's because of their position and state uh, in life and, and their, their economic circumstances that affords them uh, yeah. uh, a better, higher standard of living. So. 
Dwayne, uh, one thing I can tell whoever's listening today, this guy can preach. <laughs> and so I like you to just talk a little bit about, you know, as you, you and I both believe in the grace of God uh, that's um, shown most clearly through the, you know, the life and death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Um, so even when people are just being insensitive, mm-hmm. uh, just sinning, uh, which none of us are immune to doing things that are clearly against the will of God and that are hurtful mm-hmm. to themselves, to others, can you speak about that, uh, you know, and, and, and God's grace a bit and, you know, responding to each other in those situations, um, at, you know, at least for us who, who should know better mm-hmm. in a way? Well, yeah, you know, uh, the, Im- the, the first thing that came to my mm-hmm. mind was the image of the woman who was taken in the act of adultery. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, they, uh, the, uh, the ones who actually caught her in the, in the act um, brought her before Jesus and, uh, and, and said, the law of Moses says that this woman, because uh, she was taken in the act of adultery, should be her life should be taken away. She should be stoned to death. What do you say, Jesus? And uh, I, I, I just get this image of Jesus as, as he, he looks at this, this mob mentality and, uh, and, and this woman who, who for all accounts, has, has, has made a, a very grave mis- mistake. And uh, we don't know her life circumstances. It doesn't say any, doesn't tell her name. It doesn't say anything more uh, uh, about her, but that, that is simply that she was a, a woman. And if you think about the fact that uh, being a woman in that, mm-hmm. in that day and age, uh, they too were really uh, relegated to right. having uh, no value. And, and so Jesus, um, in his divine wisdom, uh, just uh, stoops down. And uh, he begins to uh, kind of uh, just trace in the sand uh, or the ground or the dirt or whatever the, the landscape was. And, and uh, then, he, then, then he looks up at uh, this mob and he says, uh, uh, you who is without sin, ca- cast the first stone. Mm. <laughs> and one by one the stones drop and, the, and the, they all begin to, 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 to walk a, a, away. And, uh, you know, I I guess the reason why this was the first scripture that came to my mind Mm -hmm. is because uh, the word of God does declare that we're all sinners and we have all fallen fallen short of the the, the grace of of God. You know, we've we've all fallen short. Um, So I'm I'm very careful um, to, to, to judge people because I know with the same measure that I judge some mm-hmm. someone, it's going to be measured back to me. Um, I know that any person that I encounter is not going to be perfect. Every single life that has, has ever opened a womb it has, has done something wrong, save Jesus Christ mm-hmm. our Lord. Mm-hmm. Every single one. And so what we want to do is, is, is we want to uh, uh, put degrees on, on, on sin. Mm-hmm. Racism mm-hmm. way way yeah. way up 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 here and uh, uh, and adultery and 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 homosexuality and all these things, uh, but the fact of the matter is that uh, at the foot of the cross, uh, 
there's no no big sin there's no little sin sin is sin we all stand equal on that ground that we're sinners we're being judged because we're we're we're, we're sinners we're being we're being judged because we have done what god has told us not to do it carries with it the same consequence okay it, it, regardless of what it is it carries with it the same consequence And if we're so quick to judge, if we're so quick to condemn someone, where is the voice that's going to help people to get uh, to the place where they even want to be in a relationship with Jesus if all of God's people are are acting just as the world and condemning you and putting you down and, and, and not finding any good in you whatsoever? They don't attribute any value to you. So the church, God's people, has got to be the voice in this world that when someone comes with a host of sin whatever that sin may be mm-hmm. to now now we're not going to we're not going to sugarcoat it we're not going to shade it we're going to call sin what it, it what it is okay if it's adultery it's adultery if it's a sexual sin it's a sexual sin if it's stealing it's stealing if it's if it's lying it's lying you know if it's hatred it's hatred we're going to call sin what it is but in in conjunction with that we need to be the voice that says, okay, we understand where you are and where you've been and what you've done, but there's grace for you. Mm-hmm. There, 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 there's hope for you. You don't have to stay in the same condition that you're in. Yep. You don't have to stay there because Jesus Christ, uh, God's only begotten son, was willing to come into this world to bleed, suffer, and die for the sins of humanity, to be the, the substitute, the perpetuation for our, our sin and that we might have life and that we might have life eternal. Now that's our hope. That that mm-hmm. that's our hope and it's a great hope that springs eternal and it's for everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Preach it, Dwayne. <laughs> you Dwayne. It's for everybody. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Dwayne as a pastor and as an African American um please share any further thoughts on when it comes to learning from each other especially regarding issues of race. And, and even as I ask you to think about that, I want to bring up a couple, a few things that, like I hear, um, you know, from people like myself who can be quite ignorant about race issues. And uh, please respond to these couple and if you have others as well. So, you know, um, personally, uh, I might hear white people, um, Caucasians, wonder out loud when African-Americans or, or other minority groups will get over racial issues of the past and move on. Mm-hmm. You know, it, as I read that, it reads pretty insensitive. But it's thoughts that go through people's heads. So I'm going to ask you that one. Uh, well, maybe you can deal with that one, and then I'll go to, you know, as you hear white people, uh, Caucasians, again, wondering out loud, uh, when will they you know, move on from uh, thinking back to the late 1800s, civil rights, uh, you know, the 60s, and those issues of the past and move on. What, what would you say to uh, people who are thinking that, wondering that? Um, well, uh, I, I think uh, that there's a, a very uh, deep wound, and uh, it doesn't uh, heal um, so quickly, mm-hmm. um, I think about we talked about a friend of ours earlier who has 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 cancer, mm-hmm. and so the the question is uh, that uh, it, she's going through treatment now, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh, when uh, do we expect for her to be healed of this cancer, or will she be healed? 
uh, I don't know that uh, that uh, it will ever come to a place of complete healing. Mm. Uh, Great example. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> but but I but but uh, uh, sometimes you just have to learn how to cope with the condition, and and continue to live. And continue to live the best quality of life that you can live with right. the, 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 the cancer, the illness, the, the, the condition, racism. Maybe I'm hearing you say, in a way, um, when we're talking about someone else mm-hmm. and their issue that they are really struggling in, mm-hmm. um, it's got to be at their time, it's mm-hmm. their situation, and be patient because we really can't relate. Mm-hmm. So and, and either and it's vice versa, uh, you know. It's a situation is such that if you, <laughs> um, uh, if if a person uh, goes into a, 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 a competition, what mm-hmm. whatever it may be, mm-hmm. and they uh, uh, prior to going in that competition, you break an arm, you 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 break a leg, and then you expect that person to compete at the same level and, and say, and, you know, right. when are you <laughs> going to uh, um, start winning? You know, when are you going to catch up when you've already got a, a, a situation where there's a, a, a lag behind mm-hmm. and, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, a, an injury that's preventing you from catching up? Um, uh, but healing is taking place and yeah. and and there are many who will catch up and there are many who will not mm-hmm. uh, but learning to live um, with the condition um, as it heals if it heals uh, would be what's most needful at this point and yeah oh, that's that's helpful helpful <laughs> to me Dwayne here's another one mm-hmm. um, you know personally I've heard uh, white people, Caucasian people, wonder why it seems to them that African-Americans can get away with sounding racist at times, but uh, they themselves, Caucasian people, get quickly called out on it. Uh, that's another thing I've heard at times. Um, is, there, is there truth to what they are saying? Um, you know, is, is it more appropriate for one race than another? Um, I don't think racism is appropriate for any for any people group, um, uh, regardless of whether you're black or white or Asian or Spanish or. Agree with any, you there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it, I don't I don't think racism and and that's the one thing that we really also need to recognize is that it's not a, a black white issue. Racism it goes uh, crosses all borders. Yes. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so sometimes we want to relegate it to just being a, a, a black or white issue, but no, just every, there's there's so many uh, different um, uh, people groups that are experiencing the same and and even within. People groups, there's yeah. racism. You know, you think about oh, or um, so. Tell tell me your question. Again. Well, uh, sometimes you know, um, Caucasian people might wonder why it seems like at times African American people can get away with sounding more racist. You know, where they maybe the sensitivity sensitivity level, at least in the media and stuff, is not risen quite as high as perhaps when a white person or a Caucasian is. Uh, is sounding racist. They seem to be called out more on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that might be um, uh, simply because of, and how, how do you say this sensitively? Mm-hmm. Um, 
even though uh, things are, are better than, than they were, um, uh, I think it might be perceived that way because um, the, the Caucasian person may still be coming from a, a, a greater position of strength, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, and uh, I, I, I think that uh, uh, a lot of times uh, when the, the African-American uh, or people are, are talking, mm -hmm. I think it's often said within their own group to one another um, uh, ab about one another. Uh, okay. I, I don't I don't I don't I don't know how to answer that question. Right. I I really yeah. uh, just think that it's a, it's a that there's there's a more of of, a, of a power mm -hmm. uh, to be had from the the more dominant group uh, than sure uh, yeah uh -huh. and and naturally um, they will be called out more on that than if if there's that. Mm -hmm. more of a majority or domineering mm -hmm. yeah that's um uh, that's that's a challenging one that's a challenging one and yeah. and you bringing up that i i do think i have heard at times uh perhaps a certain uh you know race or ethnic group uh might call their own you know their own ethnic group certain words right, that right. uh you know that mm -hmm. that that, that mm -hmm. has happened at times mm -hmm. um you know, in, in closing here, any further thoughts you'd like to share, anything at all, on uh, that may be helpful to us in the issues of race in closing? I know this has probably been oversaid, uh, but the, the reality of it all is is that there's not, uh, uh, it, it, no matter how you want to look at it, there's not... Um, uh, really uh, uh, a lot of different races. Mm -hmm. There's one race, the human race. Okay, If we can get the mindset that everyone uh, is a part of this, this, this human race, regardless of uh, hue and pigmentation, regardless of language, regardless of economic and social circumstances, if we can get this uh, mindset that everyone is human. Now, for from a, from a Christian perspective, that everyone is, is is human, and therefore, in our Christian belief, that we have been created in in the image of God. If we begin to recognize that, in essence, what we do to one another is indicative of what uh, our relationship is with with God. Okay, uh, we're we're it, when we mar a human being, we're we're actually marring the image the, uh, uh, of God. We're you're marring someone who was created in the, in the image of, of of God. If we can get that that mindset that that that, that every person has a worth, uh, and I'll, I'll I'll conclude with this. I've I've heard this said before. If and no matter what happens to a person in their life. Uh, no matter what's been done to them or, or, uh, or whatever they have done, uh, it doesn't change the value that God has placed on each one of us in giving us his image, okay, in, in creating us in his image. So what is the value of being created in God's image? It's, it's, it's priceless, okay? It, they're, they're, it's, it's invaluable um, because you're created in the, the, the very image of the, the creator of, of all things. And so if we can just realize that this is God's plan, this is not our plan, 
the, for us to have the diversity that we have of language and people and circumstances and life and, and all these different things that yet and still the value that God placed us on us at, at, at our inception will never be de de depleted because um, he doesn't look on, upon us the way uh, the world looks upon us. He doesn't look upon us uh, the because of uh, our sin. He, he doesn't look at, uh, or, or what we've done. He looks upon us when he look when when God looks at us. He sees us the way he created us, in in his image. He's able to look beyond our flaw, flaws and imperfection to see us with the same value that he created us in with. And so, if we can be able to look through God's eyes at one another. I think that we'll be able to have uh, a greater respect. But as long as we look through the lenses of uh, and the words of of, of media and uh, 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 groups with the, the the greater voice and and influence, then we'll we'll always come out with a uh, a value of a person that is, that has been skewed uh, away from God's original intent. Well said, Dwayne. Mm -hmm. A good way to close it. Again, this is Fred Wilgenberg with the podcast, Hopefully Divided. My guest has been Pastor Dwayne Williams. Thank you, Dwayne, for being here, for speaking uh, on a subject that um, is, is sensitive. And, and I would say that you and I are not divided on this issue, uh, but there certainly is a lot of division within our country and our world. And... Uh, and maybe division in the way of ignorance and, and, and you know, uh, perhaps even there, I, I have some catching up to do. And for that, I'm very thankful for you coming here and helping us and our listeners. Uh, let's have a brief prayer in closing this podcast today. Father, it's uh, it was a blessing to talk with uh, my brother and your family, Dwayne Williams, and especially to be reminded by, by Dwayne that, God, you have made every single person, as Duane and I believe, as it says in your word, you have made every single person in your special image and likeness. Each person is deeply special to you, uh, deeply desired by you that they would know you and that uh, you have made them in such a way. When we get that out of whack, when we leave viewing others in your image and we just see them in a in a in a human way, perhaps in a and and apart from you, God. Then we 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 start to hurt, and we start to say things that are very hurtful at times. Thank you, though, that even in those times, whether it's unknowingly or knowingly uh, being hurtful, that as we are sorry, as we are called out and we apologize, that you forgive, and. Uh, and you call others to forgive. You call each of us to forgive and to reflect your grace and to welcome back. And thank you that we don't stop there, but as you, Lord Jesus, said to the woman who, who had made some mistakes, and as you then sent those others off to not condemn her because they also had made plenty of mistakes, you did say to her, now go and sin no more. And uh, thank you that you are about refining and not only forgiving and saying go sin, but rather to stop sinning and to be treating people better and to learn from our mistakes. Thank you for all you do and for Dwayne being here today to remind us of, of who you are. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
This and other podcasts and blog posts can be found on my website, www.peacewithinreach.com. Studio B. 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 Lambs.